Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Welcome in. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. Monday edition, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. As well, your car's needs now come with a reward. With the AutoZone Rewards Program, spend $20 five times and earn a $20 reward. So sign up today. Get in the zone, AutoZone. We're always in the zone here on OutKick. Appreciate you guys joining us on your Monday as you start your week here. And the official start of summer is Wednesday. Father's Day was yesterday. Many thanks to all of you. Just full disclosure, my kids told me that I was the best dad ever. So while some of you may think that you are, in fact, the best dad ever, that is not true. You lose. I win. Uh, I am Clay Travis. This is OutKick, the coverage. And we got several things to hit uh, on today's show. Uh, The U.S. Open happened. A lot of you probably sat around and watched that. It's a tradition to have it end on Father's Day Sunday. Brooks Kapka, great day uh, of golf for him. Under par, I believe, all four days on the course there. Ties an all-time record with uh, Roy McIlroy for the most under par to win a U.S. Open by. Um, minus 16, I believe, is what he finished with. Uh, We've got a trade in the NBA. Fultz is going to the Sixers with the number one overall pick. The big drama in the NBA draft remains. Where is Lonzo Ball going to go? He's about a minus 215 favorite to go to the Lakers if you are following the offshore odds markets. Paul George, after saying that he loves the Pacers and he believes they're close to winning a championship, well, a little bit of a record scratch moment as he now says that he plans to leave after this year to try to put pressure, and that if he does leave, he would join the Lakers. Obviously, Lakers sports fans out there in uh, in the uh, on the West Coast ecstatic, including uh, Danny G 
uh, among others, in our studio out there in L.A. Uh, but also, there are now there's now talk that the Cavs could try to make a play for Paul George and either decide, basically, we're going to mortgage our future for one more year with LeBron uh, if they rent him, basically, because he's only got one year left on his contract. But that would require them either getting rid, rid of Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love. So is it worth blowing up the Cavs right now to try and get a hope uh, that the Warriors could be overcome if you combine in some way your big trio becomes either Paul George, LeBron James, and Kevin Love or uh, or Kyrie Irving, Paul George, and LeBron James. Which in that facet is going to happen? And also, if you're a Cavs fan, is it worth it considering you have Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving under contract for multiple years in the future that if LeBron James leaves you at the end of next year, which seems somewhat likely, that then your team would basically be in rebuild mode? Or would you rather be decent if you keep Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and hope maybe you could find another piece somewhere? Even after LeBron James leaves, you could still be competitive in the East. That is a decent discussion point. But what I want to believe uh, begin with here is I believe that over the weekend, Colin Kaepernick's career as an NFL player came to a close. And I've got the picture up on OutKick. You need to go check this out if you haven't seen what Colin Kaepernick tweeted over the weekend. It's going to blow your mind. When I woke up on Saturday and saw this, I couldn't believe it. I'm stunned that it hasn't received more attention. Colin Kaepernick tweeted out that police officers, he says, you can't ignore your history. Always remember who they are. And in the center of the picture is a old photo of a badge that says runaway slave patrol on one side. And on the other side is a modern day police officer badge. So Colin Kaepernick tweeted out that modern day police officers are the equivalent of runaway slave patrol back in the day of slavery. I want to let that hang out there for a minute because I believe that all the people in the far left-wing liberal sports media are trying to protect Colin Kaepernick, so this has received almost no attention. And he tweeted in conjunction with this picture, and again, you need to go check it out at Outkick the Coverage if you haven't seen this, a system that perpetually condones the killing of people without consequence doesn't need to be revised. It needs to be dismantled. And this, to me, again, comparing modern-day police officers, and I believe there's somewhere around a million law enforcement officers in this country, to slave patrol back in the days of slavery, to me, Colin Kaepernick is never playing in the NFL again. I'm not an expert in what kind of stances you can take in your career and maintain your employability in the world of sports. But I am quite confident, if you've listened to this show, you know that I've been saying for a long time the reason why Colin Kaepernick is not on a roster is not because he decided to kneel for the national anthem. It's because he decided to kneel for the national anthem and he's not good enough at quarterback. In other words, his problems, and make no mistake, that is a problem that alienated many different fan bases and many different elements of every fan base in the country, exceed his talents. If Russell Wilson had wanted to kneel during the national anthem, then I think Russell Wilson would still be employed. 
if Aaron Rodgers had kneeled during the national anthem, then 32 NFL teams would still be trying to sign him. That is, their talent would exceed their problem from a business sense. Colin Kaepernick's protest was a substantial problem. But I think this tweet is infinitely worse than what happened with the protest of the national anthem. Again, Colin Kaepernick on Saturday, I saw this and I couldn't believe it, tweeted out that modern-day police officers are the equivalent of, back in the slavery days, the people who were on slave patrol. And he put pictures of both up side-by-side. Side. You can go check this out at Outkick the Coverage. And I don't think there's any way he's ever going to play in the NFL again now. I don't know who's advising Colin Kaepernick. And again, it said you can't ignore your history. Always remember who they are. Now, he tweeted this in response to the verdict in the, I believe the name is Philandro Castile case in the Minneapolis area, uh, where a jury decided that this guy uh, who had been shot by a police officer, the police officer was not guilty. And as a result, Colin Kaepernick said that police officers are the equivalent of modern-day slave patrol. Now, here's the deal. Let's break this down on several levels. Number one, it's not historically accurate. The history of police in this country is not directly connected to slavery because in many of the states where there were constables and there were police officers, they were following the lead, obviously, of Europe, where there have long been police officials of some sort. So it's not historically accurate in any way that police derived from modern-day slave patrol. I mean, back in the day of slavery, uh, slave patrols. It's just not true. So it's one thing. I, I, I battle on this all the time. What frustrates me about social media, and this goes for anyone, it could be sports, it can be politics, it can be pop culture, whatever it is, is the amount of disinformation that is spread. I think if you are in a position of prominence in social media, you have an obligation to try to make sure that what you share is factually accurate. So leaving aside the fact that this blatantly inflames racial tensions, it's not true. This is not Colin Kaepernick being intelligent in any way. And in fact, this is continuing my issue with Colin Kaepernick since the moment he took a knee, is that the guy's protest has not been intelligent. When Colin Kaepernick took a knee and started protesting in August, he was protesting something that already existed. We had a black president, and we had a black woman, Loretta Lynch, who was in charge of the Department of Justice. When Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the national anthem, he was complaining about treatment of minorities by police officers. Okay? On its most basic level, this country does not have a problem with police officers shooting black people. It doesn't. Okay, so when Colin Kaepernick took this knee, he was statistically inaccurate. You are more likely, five times as likely, to be hit by a train if you are leaving your house this morning without a gun than you are to be shot and killed by a police officer, regardless of what your race is. Right? I want to reinforce that because people don't realize it. You are five times as likely to be hit and killed by a train as you are to be shot and killed by a police officer, regardless of what race you are as you leave your house this morning. You are more likely, if you are unarmed on your way to work this morning, if you are unarmed, you are more likely to be killed by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet today than you are to be killed by a police officer, regardless of what race you are. If you are unarmed 
and you are leaving your house today and there is a storm going on, as in many states there probably are, you are almost as likely to be struck by lightning and killed as you are to be shot and killed by a police officer. No one protects more black lives in this country today than police officers. The fact that I'm the only person pointing out how absurd Colin Kaepernick's protest was and how not rooted it is in statistical accuracy is, I think, an indictment of the sports media and the media as a whole. Many of you are just hearing these stats for the first time. You're driving around. You're like, this can't possibly be true. It is. Again, you can go check out Outkick the Coverage. You can read my statistical analysis here. The cops are not out to get you. In fact, they are protecting your lives at a rate unseen in the history of the United States, regardless of what race you are, regardless of what religion you are, regardless of what ethnicity you are, regardless of what anything you are that distinguishes you from anyone else. This important fact, and someone like Colin Kaepernick is stepping into the fray here and distributing inaccurate information and actually encouraging people out there to basically be going to war with law enforcement officers, which is why so many of them have gotten killed in the last year. Because in the past several years, two or three years, a large segment of the population has just decided police officers are out here trying to kill black people, which is fundamentally not true. In fact, if you look at the data, and the Washington Post has got the data, white people are more likely to be shot and killed by police every year than black people are. And it's even more the case. People say, well, there's more white people than black people. That should happen. That's true. But if you look at violent crime data as a percentage of arrests, white people are more likely to be shot and killed by police than black people are. This is all true. This is all statistically accurate. The only person you're going to hear this from is me. So when I saw Colin Kaepernick compare modern-day police officers to the slave patrol, I said, my God, I cannot believe that this guy is considered a hero by anyone in this country. I cannot believe that there is anyone supporting the idea that this guy deserves to play in the NFL. I'm going to open up the phone lines to you. If you have not seen this tweet, many people are not talking about it or sharing it. All the people who've been carrying water for Colin Kaepernick at ESPN saying, why isn't Colin Kaepernick employed? None of them discuss this. The reason why he is not employed and the reason why he is not going to be employed is because his problems exceed his talents. And I think this tweet comparing modern-day police officers to the runaway slave patrol is maybe the most irresponsible tweet that I've ever seen a professional athlete send out into the mass public. And especially at the time that he sent sent it out, while tensions were inflamed over a jury verdict, a jury verdict in Minneapolis, by the way, or the Minneapolis area, that involved 12 jurors, one black woman, one uh, black man. So 17% of that jury was was uh, African-American. They looked at the verdict for, they, they, they sat on trial for two weeks and decided they could not make this Hispanic police officer who had shot this man uh, in Minneapolis. They couldn't believe, they didn't believe he was guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. They found him not guilty on all charges. So if you have an issue with this situation, your issue is not with the police, which is what Colin Kaepernick's trying to make it. It's with the jury. Jurors decide whether or not people commit crimes in this country. The police in Minnesota did everything they could. The state in Minnesota did everything they could to bring charges in this case. They just frankly didn't have the evidence to get a verdict beyond a reasonable doubt. Twelve jurors unanimously agreed this guy was not guilty. And then Colin Kaepernick had the gall 
had the absolute temerity to tweet out that modern-day police officers were the equivalent of the slave patrol back in the days of slavery. You need to go look at this tweet. I'm probably the only person who's going to be talking about it because everybody else is trying to ball wash Colin Kaepernick. They're trying to cuddle him. They're trying to argue that he's smart. They're trying to argue that he's brave. They're trying to argue that he's Muhammad Ali. This guy's an idiot. Open phone lines, 877-996-6369. You can react. I'm Clay Travis, most honest man in sports, and this is OutKick coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Great news. Quick way you could save money, switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Lots to get to here on this Monday as we start the week. I appreciate you guys joining us. Also want to say thank you to our friends out in new, new affiliates. We got lots of new affiliates rolling in. And in particular, my guy uh, tells me, Kurt, uh, our affiliate sales guy, tells me I need to welcome in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Rock of Talk, 93.7 FM and 1600 AM. Station owner, Eddie Aragon. And you know what? You guys know I hate to brag. We're going to go to your calls here momentarily as I continue to destroy Colin Kaepernick and his idiotic tweet that is not being shared anywhere else in the sports media because people are afraid of telling the truth to you. Uh, I'll kick the coverage, and this is not me. This is me reading from our guy, Kurt Kressmeyer, uh, who's in charge of all affiliate cells. Uh, we've transcended sports stations. We're now on mainstream, and I'm told that nobody else is doing this, so I hate to brag. And by the way, I'm making fun of myself every time I say I hate to brag. But we are dominating on a level that doesn't exist anywhere else in Sports Talk Radio. Mainstream talk stations now in Boston, Nashville, Riverside, San Bernardino, California, and now Albuquerque, all markets in the top 70 now air the show. So this show is doing so well that we are getting contacted by non-sports stations begging to air this show nationwide we're on like 250 some odd am and fm stations but this is unbelievable that we're now on four top 70 markets nashville boston riverside san bernardino and now albuquerque new mexico all on talk stations like this show is doing so well people are saying oh you know we like the clay travis sports stuff but also it's so well like it's unheard of i'm told again i'm not an expert but in addition to if you happen to be in the market for dominant sports talk show or just dominant talk show in general. We're now on regular talk stations too. So that's there. Uh, let's bring in the crew. Uh, Jason Martin. Can you believe this? J Mart, um, that they, that Colin Kaepernick tweeted this out and then that basically it's been crickets. Like nobody at ESPN has even mentioned it. They tried out all these people to defend Colin Kaepernick. There's all these media defenders of Colin Kaepernick and Colin Kaepernick tweets out that, Police officers are the equivalent of modern-day slave patrol and crickets across the liberal sports media. Just about me being the only person who's even talking about this, I think this makes him unemployable. I'll tell you this right now. I run a multimillion-dollar business, an outkick. I wouldn't employ Colin Kaepernick in my business. And, look, I'm all for the First Amendment, but this, to me, is so far outside the bounds of defendable political commentary that I wouldn't employ somebody who tweeted this out, just personally. Now, you can make that decision to do it as well, but we seem to have seen all 32 NFL teams basically make the decision that even before Colin Kaepernick compared police officers to the modern-day slave patrol, that even before that happened, there were not that many teams that were interested in Colin Kaepernick. I think this tweet makes him even more unemployable than taking a knee during the national anthem did. Like, taking an eater in the National Anthem, I think, was incredibly dumb. 
because the federal government was already doing exactly what Colin Kaepernick wanted them to do. Anytime there was a police shooting, Barack Obama as president, Loretta Lynch as the attorney general, were investigating police shootings of minorities and determining whether or not federal charges should be brought to ensure that there was not a cover-up going on. And so I've said this for a long time as an analogy sense. This was the equivalent of Colin Kaepernick rolling into McDonald's and taking a knee to protest the fact that breakfast wasn't being served all day. And then the manager walks out and taps him on the shoulder and says, actually, Colin, we do have breakfast all day here already. And then he's like, oh. I mean, he was protesting, demanding that an action be taken that was already being taken, which means that his protest actually had no relevance whatsoever. And then in the wake of, whether you agree or disagree with the jury verdict in Minneapolis area, in this Philandro Castile shooting, he blamed the police. But the police had nothing to do with the verdict. The jury, including a black man and a black woman, watched two weeks of testimony and decided that this guy, this police officer, did not violate the law beyond a reasonable doubt and was not guilty. So the police were charged with a crime by the state of Minnesota and prosecuted by the district attorneys there to the fullest extent of the law. He got, again, what he wants. The police didn't get this guy off. A jury, including one that was made up of 17% black individuals, made the decision that he was not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. So in response to that, Colin Kaepernick inflames tensions even worse by tweeting out to say that modern-day police officers are the equivalent of the slave patrol. People who used to catch runaway slaves. It's an unbelievably historically inaccurate, indefensible tweet that I think guarantees Colin Kaepernick will not play football this year and probably that his career is over. Jason Barton, when you see this, what was your reaction? It was expected, honestly. Like, I was not surprised. This whole thing is just so tired and so played out. I'm so over Colin Kaepernick as a whole, and I immediately went to try and find out what kind of think pieces had been written about this, and I found Dave Zirin. And what does Dave Zirin say? And the reason I mentioned Dave Zirin is because NPR put Dave Zirin on yesterday. The last time that this Kaepernick story blew up before this one, he was on ESPN. He was all over the place. So people were trying to get his opinion on this. I've seen him in multiple interviews, both on TV and radio, to discuss this. And a few quotes from his article. One athlete expressed something more serious, more radical, and more fitting for a political moment where... To quote Naomi Klein's new book, no is not enough. It was a bracing statement that spoke to our effort to understand how the court seemed to have decided that cops have a license to kill if their victim is black. Roger Goodell rejected on Friday the idea that any kind of blackballing was taking place, though for NFL owners agitating for the dignity of black life, unlike spousal abuse, drunk driving, or even murder, is unacceptable. And then he says that the 31 bosses of the NFL have behaved in, quote, repugnant fashion, unquote, and then tried to use the 4-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio to explain Kaepernick. This is the guy that they are still trying to find to make the argument. You're not seeing the other side of the argument, and this is exactly what's expected. What is Colin Kaepernick? Colin Kaepernick is a numbskull that sounds like he should be fronting a Rage Against the Machine cover band. He's a Mendoza line quarterback as far as I'm concerned. Could he be the guy from 2012? Maybe. If he bulked back up, shut up, and played for a team with a great line and a great coach. But when I saw the tweet, now I didn't see the photo until today, that certainly ups the ante. I just don't care. 
football outsiders. They masked their obvious politics. They're an ESPN organization. The head of that organization had a safety pin on his profile on Twitter for months after the Trump election. They try to defend Kaepernick, and they try to do so based on the football statistics. I haven't seen any tweets from them this this weekend trying to make that. But another thing that Zyron said in this interview with NPR, who they thanked him for this and, and seemed to really be appreciative, the politics of Colin Kaepernick are certainly politics that I'm sympathetic to. And then he went on from there. He's the guy that everybody is trying to find. That is the argument they're going to try to make to front this. Yes, Colin Kaepernick's just an idiot. Like, of course you should not hire this guy at this point if you just want your organization to worry about football and not everything else. I just kind of shrug my shoulders at it because Colin Kaepernick at this point is just anybody else wearing a Che Guevara t-shirt that has no idea what Che Guevara did. He's just another one of these guys that is trying to make the world a better place but at the same time doesn't actually do his research or know what the hell is actually going on in the country. So I'm frustrated with Colin Kaepernick. I can't wait for Colin Kaepernick not to be a part of the sports discussion ever again. And I hope you're right, quite frankly. You know, I I don't begrudge a guy's right to make a living, but when he can't get out of his own way, I don't blame NFL owners that don't want to bring that into their organization, period. End of my statement. I just think it's fascinating that – this guy compares police officers who have been under siege and under fire for the past year and change, and certainly in the past two, but literally there have been people who are Black Lives Matter activists killing police officers because they believe that police officers are trying to kill them. The data doesn't support that at all. And into this fray, Colin Kaepernick comes and basically endorses any kind of negative treatment towards police officers that arises. It's, to me, indefensible what he did. And I think it's remarkable that almost no one in sports media or even the media beyond is calling him out for saying that police officers today are modern-day slave patrol. It's unbelievable. I'm opening up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. But first, let's find out what's trending now. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. As well, with TrueCar, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for and on average save over three grand off MSRP. Whether you're looking for a new or used car, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Stroll out to L.A. I said I would bring in everybody on the equation. Did you guys see this tweet, Danny G and uh, Robert? Did you guys see this tweet go up over the weekend? Yeah. Clay, I know this story has legs still, but personally, I'm on your wife's team when it comes to Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) My wife said she was so sick of Colin Kaepernick news. But then he tweets this, and I see it, and I'm like, this is a pretty massive – like, of all the tweets that I've ever seen from athletes, I think this is the most indefensible. Given the context, given the timing, given what it says and what it basically encourages people to do, I can't think of a tweet that any athlete has ever sent that I have seen. Now, look, athletes have sent dumb tweets, and, you know, it's like, uh, you know, even with its accidental, uh, you know, nudity, whether it's videos that you didn't want to see, everything else, but those are like personal failings. And they uh, most athletes aren't trying to stand for something other than themselves. To me, once Colin Kaepernick says I'm an activist, 
he's putting himself out there as someone to be respected and followed as a politician almost. And this thing that he put out comparing all the police today to modern-day slave catchers is beyond the pale. Like I think it's more offensive if you are an owner of an NFL team that tweet than his protest was. Like If you are trying to get a job, and all intents and purposes of, of the coverage suggest that Colin Kaepernick wants to get a job in the NFL, what in the world was he thinking? I mean, this is like how the way Donald Trump's lawyers have to respond when they see Donald Trump tweeting. They're like, just please take his phone away. Break it. You know, like hit him in the head with a sledgehammer. Do whatever you got to do to keep him from being his own worst enemy. I think he's never going to play in the NFL again. I I just, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. So you're just over the story, Danny G. Yeah, I would rather hear about any other NFL story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not reflected in the numbers. The data is people are not over. I don't think people are going to be over a Colin Kaepernick until the season starts and he's not on a roster. I think that's when the story basically dies. And then it'll bubble back up every time you get a starting quarterback injured and people will say, well, is Colin Kaepernick going to be the guy? And that's then if he's not on a roster, and I don't think he will be, if he's not on a roster all of next year, the story will be over, I think. Uh, because then he won't be relevant anymore. But I think between now and when NFL games actually start, because once the games start, then the off-the-field-related incidents typically are not as big of a story. Then that's when the Colin Kaepernick story will officially end. Let's go take some of your calls. Let's go to CJ in uh, Oklahoma City. What's up, CJ? Hello? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, um, about Colin Kaepernick, you said uh, uh, the police protects black people? Nobody protects more black lives than police. What about all the killings they've been doing? It's not statistically reflected. If I said right now, what if I started every show by talking about the people getting struck by lightning? Or if I started the show every day by talking about the people who got hit by trains? You'd be like, damn, the lightning and the trains are scary. You're more likely to get killed. You're, you're, where do you live, CJ? Oklahoma City? You know right now you're in more yeah. danger. You're five times as likely to be get hit, hit and killed by uh, by a train as you are to get shot by a police officer. You worry about trains? No, I don't worry about trains, but the police didn't kill Laquan McDonald, Walter Scott. Yeah, you can name a lot Just of names. Just because they get off don't mean they're guilty. You think, you think OJ's guilty? Nah, look, you have to be guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. So what's your point? You, you think he, you, you, you think that I'm? You think that black people are getting killed by police all the time? Yes. Yeah, they ain't. Hang up on them. That's the problem. You got people across the country who believe fundamentally untrue statements, and they're making the police's life more difficult. If you go look at all the cities where Black Lives Matter activists are the most active, the murder rate has skyrocketed. You know who says that? The guy that Donald Trump just fired, the head of the FBI. Go look at the murder rate in Baltimore right now. Go look at the murder rate in Chicago. Go look at the murder rate in all these inner cities where Black Lives Matter activists have been the most active. The black murder rate has skyrocketed. Black Lives Matter activists have led to more black people being dead. Partly because of the message that people like Colin Kaepernick are endorsing and sending out. The idea that police aren't protecting black lives. Nobody believes black lives matter more than the police. You know, 
of all murder victims in this country who are black, do you know who kills them? Black people. That's the truth. I don't know why people won't actually consider facts. Facts matter in my world, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. And when you have people like Colin Kaepernick sending out the message that police are the enemy, it's leading to more black people being dead because police are afraid to police. And they step back, and they don't as aggressively protect lives as they were before, and the results are in. Hundreds, if not thousands, more black people are dead because they're killed by other black people. Because the police are not able to protect people in these cities. Because of messages being sent like Colin Kaepernick's saying that police are the problem. They aren't. There's no statistical data to support that. At all. I'm going to take more of your calls. 877-996-6369. We're reacting to what I'll be probably the only person to say. Colin Kaepernick is making the United States a worse place every single day. And the fact that nobody's calling him out, this is not a dude fighting the Vietnam War like Muhammad Ali. This is not a dude making the world a better place. This is a guy who's not very intelligent every single day that he is active, making the world a worse place. He doesn't belong in the NFL. He belongs in a library reading some history books. He belongs somewhere where he can try to learn how to make the country better instead of comparing police to slave catchers and leading more young black men not to trust the police who are more likely to protect their lives than anybody else in this country. 877-996-6369. More of your calls. Probably more of you are idiots. You don't have to be right. You can be wrong. The First Amendment is always alive and well on Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Colin Kaepernick, unemployed. All of his defenders out there in the media saying, oh, why isn't Colin Kaepernick employed? It's so sad. I'm tearful, crying. None of them are covering his most recent tweet over the weekend where he compared police officers to modern-day slave patrol, slave catchers. Tweeted, you can't ignore your history. Always remember who they are with a picture of a police officer badge alongside a picture of a runaway slave patrol badge. Nobody in the liberal sports media, nobody out there at ESPN, Nobody out there, anywhere else, all these guys have been defending Colin Kaepernick like crazy, arguing that he belonged on an NFL roster. Then he does this in crickets. Opened up the phone lines. We've got loaded lines. I'm going to take your calls here as we roll into the week. I got my kick some teeth in boots on, and Colin Kaepernick's the victim. Mike in Florida. What's on? My, what's going on, Mike? Hey, what's up, man? Uh this guy is just a joke. I mean, the first day I saw it, I used to be a big Kaepernick fan. The first day I saw him, me, I burnt his jersey in my backyard on my grill. Um, it's a total joke what he's doing. I mean, he, I mean, he's so ignorant. You burned it. You actually burned his jersey. You had his jersey and you burned it. 
Oh yeah, dude! I videoed it and everything. It was great. So uh, I put I put on the national anthem and I burned it. Oh, it's actually pretty funny. Um, and so you're, I mean, so you were already anti him over the protest, but I mean, to me, this tweet is even worse than the protest. Like the protest made no oh. sense, and I broke down why it didn't make any sense. He's not a very intelligent person, but to then send out this tweet, basically encouraging people to disrespect police is, I mean, I, I wouldn't hire him at my multi-million dollar business. I can't imagine that owners will hire him at their multi-billion dollar businesses. Absolutely not. And it's a joke. And that caller just shows he was just as the caller before that just called in, just yeah. as ignorant as Colin Kaepernick. You watch the mainstream, you probably watch a CNN or he watches Facebook, a video on Facebook and assumes that all police are trying to kill black people. It's just not true. And these guys just don't get it. They just watch too much mainstream media. I appreciate the call. Yeah, look, I mean, this is an absurd position to adopt. Go look at data. Don't allow the media to make you believe. Again, if the media wanted to make you afraid of trains, five times as many people get killed by trains every year as by police. Okay? If they just showed people getting hit by trains all the time, didn't the MMA guy get hit by a train? Who was the, is, Did that guy survive? Anybody know what the MMA guy's name was who got hit by the train? We used to do the don't get hit by train ads on here, and then every time somebody gets hit by a train, my feed blows up. It was Matthews. Matthews. Is he alive or did he die? Matthews. Matthews was Matthews, awake Matthews, and responsive. Rather. He was awake and responsive following car train accident Friday morning. So he is he was hospitalized, but he he was fine. All right. So he got hit by a train. If you're not out there thinking to myself, man, I hope I don't get hit by a train today, then the cops should definitely not be on your roster of things that you're afraid of. Jason in Hawaii. What's up, Jason? Hey, Clay, I'm glad you brought this subject up. Uh, about two days ago, one of your colleagues on Fox had a professor on, an African-American professor from Berkeley that he was interviewing. And this guy was just rapidly angry, passionate, fire and brimstone, discussing the Kaepernick case. And he was making statements as if we were living in the 50s in the South as if all of the United States was still in that condition. He was saying things, inflammatory things, like people are getting killed in the streets every day, and we need to honor Kaepernick for being a hero on the level of, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali and Arthur Ashe. He was just going on and on and on. I, mean, I was listening to him and, and just thinking what was going to happen with somebody like this that that passionate is going to be talking, for example, to somebody like Sean Hannity on the other side. These two people would be at blows with each other. And then above that, this guy's a college professor. Well, is he going to be like this in his classes when he's talking to people? There was no room for any other position. He was totally disregarding facts. And there are, and this is not unusual. This is what's going on in our universities today. So when you ask what was on that guy's mind, what is on Kaepernick's mind, this is what's on his mind. He's being supported, and he's being encouraged by people like this. Yeah, no, you're right. He's being lionized. Thanks for the call. Uh, the truth of the matter is this. There are a lot of people out there who use whatever happens in the world to justify what they already believe. And maybe my mind is different than your average person. But when you are in the position that I'm in, you know, before I came on and made arguments about sports for a living and wrote arguments about sports and wrote books, I was a lawyer. And as lawyers, you are trained to defend any side of an equation, right? I would have been an incredible trial lawyer. Still could be an incredible trial lawyer. 
Because you sit down in a trial and you talk to a jury of 12 people and you convince them what likely happened in a story, right? Trial lawyering is really just a story contest. Whoever can tell the most believable story wins. Basic essence. And so when you are in that position, what you learn is your brain has to be very flexible. You have to be able, like I could do right now, probably a better argument for Colin Kaepernick. Not probably, certainly. I could make Colin Kaepernick's political argument much better than he can. By just snapping my fingers, I could flip and make that argument better. But when your brain is adaptable and able to look at evidence, you look at both sides of of an issue, and you weigh them, and you assess them, and you figure out whether there's truth there. The problem today is that so many people already have their minds made up and then go looking for evidence to support what they already believe all the time. Well, social media is steeped in that. Because if you follow people on Twitter, you probably follow people who think the exact same way as you do. So you don't experience or, you know, like you don't allow your brain to see the other side. And I think I'm uniquely positioned, evidently, to be able to look at facts and make determinations based on them and not allow my passions or my feelings to govern my opinions. And so many people right now in this country are following, just like Colin Kaepernick, they want to make their feelings known to everybody, even if they're wrong. More on this when we come back. Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. Hour two here. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. As well, stop into your local AutoZone for the parts, products, and helpful advice you need. To get the job done right, let's get you what you need. Get in the zone, auto zone, always in the zone here. Uh, we've got loaded lines. I'm going to go to our calls here momentarily. But if you're just waking up across the country, uh, welcome in to Outkick the Coverage. Again, welcome to our new affiliate in Albuquerque, New Mexico as well. Um, I am blown away by what I saw this weekend from Colin Kaepernick. And it takes a lot for me to be surprised by Colin Kaepernick. But this weekend, he tweeted out maybe the most indefensible tweet I have ever seen an athlete send. And people out there in the liberal sports media who are obsessed with the fact that he is not employed have gone totally silent, by and large, over this tweet. Kaepernick tweeted in response to a Minnesota verdict that a police officer was not guilty in the shooting of a black person in the state of Minnesota. Um, and on that jury, by the way, 12-person jury, one black woman, one black man, 17% of that jury was black. So presumably those two people were not racist. They watched two weeks of testimony in the case. So they watched more than like a two-minute Facebook video. I know everybody nowadays thinks that they're an expert on everything that happens in the world based on a two-minute video that they watch or a 30-second video that they watch or a 15-second video that they watch. One of the downsides of small videos going viral is small when I say small videos I mean small videos of reality right like a small segment of reality goes viral whether it's a guy getting dragged off an airplane whether it's a police shooting and everybody thinks they know exactly what happened based on the fact that they watched a one minute or 30 second or two minute video well there's a two-week trial and the jury unanimously all 12 people find that the police officer is not guilty by unanimous verdict. 
somehow Colin Kaepernick decides that's the police's fault. Even though if he has an issue with this verdict, it's with a jury. The same kind of jury, by the way, that found O.J. Simpson not guilty. That also the same kind of jury that was unable, despite the fact that there are like 4,000 women, and that's an exaggeration, but a ton of different women who've accused Bill Cosby of drugging and raping them. A hung jury in Pennsylvania was not able to convict Bill Cosby of the crimes that he was accused of. So, by and large, juries sometimes might reach verdicts that everybody doesn't agree with. But that's our judicial system. We believe that 12 people who are theoretically your peers can sit together and come to a collective judgment about guilt or innocence or liability or non-liability. That's the entire basis of the American judicial system. Yet when that verdict comes down, Colin Kaepernick decides that the way he's going to respond to that verdict is by putting up a picture that says you can't ignore your history. It's a picture of a modern-day police officer badge alongside a badge from slavery days which says runaway slave patrol on it. Always remember, Colin Kaepernick tweeted, who they are, meaning that police officers are modern-day slave catchers. Colin Kaepernick tweeted that. You wonder why police are not respected. You wonder why police murders surged, police being targeted and killed because of their job, why it became so much more difficult in the last couple of years for police to be police, for them to keep us safe. It's because of tweets like the one that Colin Kaepernick sent. And I have not heard a single person other than me in the entire sports media ripping Colin Kaepernick for this tweet. Why is that? Why is nobody else touching this? Why is nobody else pointing out that Colin Kaepernick compared all modern-day police officers to slave catchers on Twitter and said that they aren't deserving of respect? And this is a guy who claims that he cares about the safety of Americans and wants a better world. It's an indefensible tweet. He should be ashamed I personally will be ashamed if any of the 32 NFL teams hire him after this tweet. I have a multi-million dollar business. I wouldn't hire him. And I bet that those guys who have multi-billion dollar businesses in the NFL are not going to hire him either. All these people saying, why doesn't Colin Kaepernick have a job? Because of this. Because he's not very good at quarterback, mediocre, and because he's out here comparing modern-day police officers to slave catchers. Think about the number of guys right now and girls across this country who are strapping on flak jackets, who are kissing their kids goodbye in the morning, who are hoping as they walk out the front door that they will be able to walk back in that front door the next day, who are putting themselves in harm's way all day long to try and make our community safer. And a guy like Colin Kaepernick compares them to modern-day slave catchers. Making their lives that much more difficult. Making the danger that they face that much more real. Colin Kaepernick claims that he cares about black lives. These police officers every day put their own lives on the line for people of all races, colors, and ethnicities. 
and the fact that I'm probably the only person in sports media who you will hear talking about this tweet or calling out Colin Kaepernick and his supporters tells you everything you need to know about how broken, by and large, our discussion is on major issues in sports and society as a whole and at large. 877-996-6369. I'm taking your calls on this. Uh, let's go to Ryan in Nashville. What's up, Ryan? Morning, Clay. How are you? I'm excellent as always. I got the best job in America. Hey, man. Um, quick question for you. Do you remember who the first person that everybody wanted a response from on the Keith Lamont Scott shooting in Charlotte was last fall? Uh, Cam Newton, right? Yes. And what did Cam Newton not give them? He didn't do what Colin Kaepernick did. Uh, I mean, and I, I praised, if you go back, and thanks, for the, and, and, and thanks for the call, Ryan. If you go back and listen to the show in, like, October or whenever that happened, I came on and we played Cam Newton's audio, and I said, look, Cam Newton nailed this. It's difficult. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be in the political arena. And I feel bad for a lot of athletes because suddenly you go from, why did you not complete that pass on third and eight, to what do you think about the police shooting and the riots that are going on in your community right now? It's like you talk about a tremendous disconnect. On the one hand, you're talking about something that fundamentally doesn't matter, right? Like we love sports, but really in real life, sports are our escape from things that matter, right? Things that matter. I spent yesterday uh, in the uh, my, my aunt. My aunt is 81 years old, and she just found out that she has adult-onset Lou Gehrig's disease uh, at, a, at a late age. And she is rapidly, uh, rapidly, she can't walk now. She can barely talk. We were in her hotel room yesterday. Uh, not her hotel room, her, 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 basically her hospice room. That's what matters, right? Where do most people go to escape the serious things in their life? Their loved ones being ill, maybe not making enough money, the challenge of paying a mortgage, the difficulties of balancing a checkbook. People all over these 50 states go to sports to escape that. And so I I think guys like Cam Newton, when they get called into controversies, like I know how difficult that is to do. One reason that I'm the only person probably going to call out Colin Kaepernick is because so many people are afraid to even touch a story like this. They're like, oh, you know, I'm going to start off my show talking about Paul George. What's going to happen eight months from now? Oh, Paul George doesn't want to be in Indianapolis. We're going to talk to them about that. I said, of all the stories that are going on right now, this is a massive, monumental thing that Colin Kaepernick did in a negative direction. He compared modern-day police officers to slave catchers. He made it more likely that police officers across this country are going to be in danger than they otherwise would be. It's not just Kaepernick either. I looked at this thing. I couldn't believe it. Do you know how many people retweeted and liked Colin Kaepernick's statement? Nearly 100,000. This thing got 33,000 retweets and 54,000 likes. I'm, I'm always bad. People remember me doing math on the air is always fraught with peril, but I believe that's right at 87,000 different people retweeted and liked Colin Kaepernick comparing police officers to modern-day slave catchers. That means that in addition to Colin Kaepernick's statement, there are 87,000 other people out there with accounts who decided I need to retweet and like this so that everybody else will know that I agree with Colin Kaepernick that police officers are modern-day slave catchers. 
I mean, it blows my mind that that could happen. Let's go to uh, – who do we go to? Let's go to Clint in San Antonio. Clint, what's up? Hey, Clay. How are you doing today? Spectacular. I always assume, by the way, assume that every day that I'm above <laughs> ground and I get to talk about uh, this show for three hours and that I get to run my website and do everything else that I do, that I'm good. I'm, my answer is always excellent. I think I got the best job in America. Great. Hey, I always wanted to talk about the Colin Kaepernick thing. I watch live PD on A&E every Friday and Saturday, and yep. I've come to have a completely – total different uh, view of the cops nowadays, you know, of the stuff that they actually have to put up with. And I have a 17-year-old son who's kind of in the uh, deal of he doesn't kind of want to respect authority too much. I mean, he does, but he wants to talk back to him. And I told him, look, no matter whether a cop is right or wrong, whatever he tells you to do, just do it, and it'll be smooth sailing. You know, and I just don't understand. I watch that show, and I can't believe how many times the cops have to tell him to do something. They still won't do it, and they got to fight with him about it. Yeah, look, I mean, I think you're right. I, I've, been, I've been saying this for a long time. Uh, I did it when I was in law school. I would encourage everybody who gets the opportunity to do it, go ride around the, one night with a police officer. Lots of communities out there, especially if you're interested in being a lawyer. A lot of kids listen to this show as they drive in across the nation to school in the morning. A lot of parents with kids in the car. Lots of kids in, in college listening on the podcast and whatnot. If you are at all intrigued by the criminal justice system, and you think you're interested maybe one day being involved as a uh, police officer, being involved in uh, as a judge, being involved as a lawyer, uh, in some form or fashion, you need to get in the backseat of a police cruiser. And a lot of programs and communities all over the country have ride-along programs. And you can actually see what a police officer goes through on a day-to-day basis. You do one day or one night riding around with a police officer. I'm just telling you. You do one day or one night riding around with a police officer and your impressions of police officers, if you don't have good ones or you don't have any at all, will change fundamentally. To see what they do, the dangers that they face on a day-in and day-out basis, you will be blown away. Especially if you go overnight. You go overnight, danger comes out at night, right? You go out at night and understand what those guys are going through and what Colin Kaepernick tweeted will be even more indefensible to you. I mean, it's it, it'll, it'll blow your mind. Marcus in Birmingham. Marcus, what's up? Mr. Travis, I know you're doing spectacular. <laughs> that's right. Your first, caller, your first caller, that's the type of guy that Maxine Waters speaks to. The Oklahoma City the caller fact. who, yeah, yeah. And thanks for, that, that's my yeah. thing. Is like, but, I think uh, it, this, what's scary to me, I'm going to keep Marcus on here, but what's scary to me is this. We have reached such a polarized country in sports as well and these stories that people don't agree on basic facts, right? And if you can't agree on basic facts, then it's impossible for you to get policy right. Like, it's one thing to disagree. Like, does somebody want a tax cut or does somebody not want a tax cut? Like, you or I can disagree on that. Does somebody believe that abortion should be legal or not believe that abortion should be legal? You and I can, can agree and disagree on that. But if the facts that we're using are fundamentally not true, then that's when things get scary because that's when people start to make decisions like, oh, those are Republicans practicing baseball. I'm going to go shoot them. Oh, those are police officers. They're trying to kill me. I'm going to go shoot them. That's where the crazy gene takes over in people's brains and, it do- and, and frankly, like something goes haywire. Let's bring back up Marcus. That's what's scary to me. I don't care. Like – 
I'm pro-choice. You can believe that abortion is wrong, whoever you are right. out there listening. Like, I happen to be pro-choice. But that doesn't mean that I think that, that your opinion is completely invalid. We've moved from, like, we can disagree to if we disagree, a lot of times now it's turning violent, and that's scary because I think what's happening is people are building up their own social media echo chambers, and they're only hearing people they agree with all day. And when that happens – that leads people to go a little bit crazy, I think, whether it's the crazy dude who started firing at the Republicans, whether it's crazy people who have decided, you know what, I'm going to go kill some cops in Dallas or I'm going to go kill some cops in Baton Rouge. That's when things start to get really scary. You're exactly right. And what if the cops said, hey, let's have the blue flu and stay out for a day? Whose community will that hurt the most? The black community, because all these gangbangers and thugs will run wild and rob and commit crimes against the same people who are out Banning against them every day. You're preaching to the choir there, uh, Marcus, and you're in Birmingham. I mean, look, I mean, all over the country. I lived in, in, in inner city Nashville. I went to high school in inner city Nashville. All over the country, the people who are most in need of police protection, over and over and over again, if you look at the data, are people who live in inner city neighborhoods. White, black, yeah, Asian, right. Hispanic, whoever they are, inner city neighborhoods are the places where they need the police the most and where the police protect the most lives, and yet we're living in an upside-down world where people are deciding they're the enemies, not the people who are actually killing them. And, Mr. Travis, I'll tell you this one thing. Last week here in Birmingham, we had some guys, Frank Matthews, and out there promote, uh, going against the Confederate monument at, at the city park. Meanwhile, we had five black-on-black homicides in Inland West End, and nothing was said. It's just ass backwards. I appreciate the show, man. I appreciate the call. I mean, you, you, you know, I mean, in many respects— we focus on things that don't matter to get upset about. And if we don't have the facts right, it's even scarier. And I'm not trying to single out any one particular aspect of American society today because I think, Lord knows, there are plenty of people all across the political spectrum, whether you voted for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton or, like me, you voted for Gary Johnson because you couldn't stand either of the options of the major political parties in the past election. But Colin Kaepernick is emblematic of what's gone wrong and gone haywire in American society today. Guy tweets out a link saying that police are the equivalent of modern-day slave catchers and 87,000 people like or retweet that statement. 87,000, football stadium full of people. That's like RFK Stadium in D.C., whatever it's called now, FedEx Field, used to be RFK. FedEx Field, eighty-seven thousand people saying that's a good that's a good that's a good opinion that you had, Colin Kaepernick. And my mind is just blown. I'm sitting around, and then I think, okay, well, probably some people also in sports media will say, you know what? I think Colin Kaepernick overreached here. Probably not a good move. You know how many people commented on Colin Kaepernick's tweet in a negative way? Me. <laughs> I mean, seriously, me who have a substantial audience in sports media today, do you know how many people called out and reacted to Colin Kaepernick's tweet? Me. 877-996-6369. You can load up the phone lines as we continue, hopefully, to make the world a better place. On the flip side, we'll start to talk a little bit more. Brooks Capital wins the U.S. Open. Paul George, talking about not serious stuff. What's Paul George going to do? What's the 31st best player in the NBA going to decide to do? We'll see here on Fox. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Great news. Quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. How come you're not talking about the U.S. Open, says one guy on Twitter. 
what could you really say about the U.S. Open? I mean, in all honesty, like, even a golf guy, what would golf guy come on today and talk about with the U.S. Open? I watched the U.S. Open all day Sunday. Brooks Kapka won going away. I wish Brant Snedeker had won, who we had on Wednesday, because I had him at 115 to 1. My $100 bet would have paid over $11,000. He came in eighth. I wish Hidaki Matsuyama had won, because I had him too. I honestly, like, they moved the pins. The winds were really strong. Low score. It's more like the Milwaukee Open than it was the U.S. Open. It's like there's nothing there. Trust me, I know. Mike in Mississippi. What's up, Mike? Something that's important. Now, I think the real question nobody's asking is, will Kaepernick get a standing ovation when he gets his SB? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's really uh, Colin Kaepernick. I he will have to be like ESPN is going to have to do something for Colin Kaepernick at the ESPYS right in a couple weeks. Like I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to do like a uh, amazing? Like are they going to bring him in like Ali? Are they going to have Caitlyn Jenner give him an ESPY? Are they going to uh, have Colin Kaepernick crowned as the king of tolerance? Maybe give him an Iron Throne. You know they're going to do something insane. Maybe give him a robe Muhammad Ali used to wear. Give him that Ali trunks. Maybe give him his own slave catcher medal. See, so compared cops to slave catchers. Roger in Jacksonville. What's up, Roger? Yeah, how you doing, man? Um, I was just wondering, the, the, the caller that you had a few calls ago, he said that uh, he tells his son that all he has to do is, you know, be polite, be respectful, comply, and everything will go the you know everything will go smoothly. I think is what he said. Well, did he did 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 that happen with Philandro Castillo? I mean, he was murdered. The cop went free. So I'm well, first of all, a jury. First, hold on. A jury said that that was not a crime. Oh, I so, heard that. I heard that. So that's I mean, the, the cops. That's not the cops' decision. That's a jury's decision. Right. A jury sat there for two weeks and watched all the uh-huh. evidence and found uh-huh. that there was not a crime committed there. Now, you can agree or disagree well, with that, but juries uh-huh. are not are not flawless, but they sat for two weeks. How much evidence, how much research have you done into the case? How much research have I done? I haven't done any research other than I'm sure the research that any, anybody... So you watched, it, you, watched a two minute, you watched a two-minute video, and you think no, that I that's the equivalent... No, I didn't watch a two-minute video. I watched more than two minutes. All right, you watched an eight-minute video? These guys sat no, in a trial for two weeks. And I went, okay. I mean, they sat in a trial for two weeks. And they watched uh-huh. multiple videos, and they said that beyond a reasonable doubt, there was no crime committed. Now, do you think the black you think the black man do you think the black man and woman on that jury were predisposed to hate black people? Did I say anybody was pre? Did I ever mention anything about? No, no. So black? why do you think if there's a black man and a black woman on I'm that asking, jury? No, I'm asking. The guy said all you have to do is tell your son to comply, to be nice and polite. And yet, that did not work for Philandro Castile, a legal gun owner. And he, he had a gun. He, he had a gun, and my understanding is he was smoking marijuana, and he uh-huh. was not respond. The jury believed that he was not responding in a way that the officer could be assured that he was not in danger. So okay. yes, the easy answer is you. Are, where you live in Jacksonville? Are you nervous right now about getting hit by a train? Not at, No, I'm not. And not, Why not? at Because I'm not driving on a train track. Because it's statistically unlikely that you would be hit by a train, right? Are you nervous about getting killed by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet today? There's lots of bees and wasps and hornet in Jacksonville, right? Not at all. Okay, why are you not nervous about getting killed by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet? 
I couldn't answer you. I guess the odds are low, but the odds are higher of getting beat, killed by a BOS for a hornet than they are getting hit by a train. I understand that. Yeah, so my point is people believe statistical aberrations are happening at real-life rates. Like, you could just as easily say, if I said to you, you can go swimming in the ocean and you're probably going to be fine, and then you got bit by a shark, would you come back to me and say, like, you told me I was going to be fine swimming in the ocean, that as long as I didn't mess with the shark, I wouldn't get bit. Like, bad things happen in this world. Nobody oh, is perfect. Okay. okay. Statistically, okay. And, and my I mean, only- it's nice. Look, man, it's great that you can just say that and just attest, you know, just attribute that to bad things happening when people are losing their lives. This people lose lost their lives life. every day. Wrong. People lose their lives. But he lost his hey, life to somebody with authority. They realize people are his, losing his their lives taking showers wrong, this morning. Free. People are taking losing their lives taking showers this morning. Okay. Well, I guess I look. You were You say so. I guess I get where you're coming from. You're more worried about. A little while ago, you said people were worried about the wrong things. You're more worried about what Kellen Kaepernick is saying than you are about an innocent man losing his life to someone with a badge. To someone with a badge whose boss said, well, he did something wrong. Roger, so now how many he's people, no on the Roger, how many people in Jacksonville free. do you think that were black died yesterday that you don't care about at all? Uh, you, Probably you mer- talk, why do you keep bringing up black and who I care about? I'm because talking you're, about you're calling you in only talking about a shooting in Minnesota. You live in Jacksonville, Florida. You watched one eight-minute video. News. You watched one eight-minute video, and you're an expert on go. police procedure. All right, I'm telling I'm you right now, you, you just said, words in my Roger, mouth. I love how you put words Roger, in my mouth. you just you told me. I'm, I am a lawyer. You just told okay, me. Well, awesome. Okay. You just told me, Roger, that you're not worried at all about getting hit by a train, and nope. you're not worried about getting bit and, and getting stung by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet. I don't worry die. about that kind of stuff. No, I don't okay, worry. Okay, you don't worry it about doesn't... that stuff. You're more likely right. to die of that than you are getting shot by a police officer. If you don't worry about that stuff, then why do you worry about worry getting about shot get... by a police officer? I don't worry about getting – who said I did? Who said that's I did? I don't worry about that call. either. What I'm telling you is that something happened, man. You act like it didn't happen. It happened. I'm not worried about it happening to me tomorrow. I'm worried about what just happened to a young man. And I'm worried about the fact that you're more worried five about times what Colin Kaepernick You're not worried about people getting man. hit by trains, and it's five times as likely to happen. You didn't call in today to say, I can't believe were that MMA guy got that? hit by a train. Were you, talk- were you yes. talking about it? Yes. Were you talking no, about it? You were talking to- The guy said, all you got to do is be nice to cops, and they'll be nice to you back. And, and that that's is statistically not always true. the case. That's obvious. Yeah. You could be nice to sharks, and sometimes sharks are going to bite you, too. Crap happens oh in the country. God. So you comparing a you comparing a cop to a shark? Yeah. Are you doing that? Yes. And you're sharks lawyer? attack people pretty not regularly, just like wow. cops attack people you're, pretty you're, not regularly. You're in Jacksonville. You're, you're in more danger you're, from alligators. Well, all right. So we're gonna compare alligators to cops now. Yeah. So if an alligator had a badge, that'd be a really dangerous animal. Right. You get an alligator badge and a baton. You make light of this. You make light of this because it doesn't affect you directly, apparently. Why does it not affect me directly? Cops kill more white people. Hey, hold on. Cops kill more white people than they do black people every year. What does that have to do with this fact that this man died and he did nothing wrong? All he did was was what he was told to do. But you're more worried about it. Again, I'm saying that you you based that on an eight-minute video that you watched. A jury, including a black man and a black woman. A jury made a decision. Because you can tell me exactly what I did and how I did it. I just hope you don't get hit by a train today. And I hope you don't either. I hope you don't get bitten by a shark with a badge. Shark with a badge would be terrifying, especially if it could fly outside of the ocean. 
Well, especially if Philandro Castile was riding, driving the boat. You're right. Then he would definitely be. You're right. I wouldn't get you're on right. his boat because he's been smoking too much pot. Yeah, I heard that. And I know a lot of kids who smoke pot all the time. And the cops just, well, I don't even want to get into that. And you know you know where I'm going. You know you're wrong. But you got to you gotta cater to your audience. Well, so I don't even know what that what means. You do. Again, you keep catering to your audience. Keep Only catering to the great. audience the that needs great. to hear. You act like you don't cops see the cops great. do anything wrong. That is amazing. You, you act like every cop is so wonderful. And every cop, and you know what the bad thing about this all is? I have never had a problem with a cop. But once I got out of my neighborhood, every cop has been respectful to me. Every time I get pulled over, so professional. I never had an issue. Never had an issue. But you're making that assumption because I'm speaking up for an individual that happens to be of color. Why do you take such offense to that? I don't take offense to it. I'm saying that you are. No, I look, buddy. I do not take offense to anything anybody calls on this phone and says on the radio show. My point is the statistics are straightforward. This is a statistical aberration that somebody gets shot by a police officer, and again. If you are, and anybody else out there, is not afraid of getting killed by a bee wasp or a hornet today, then you shouldn't be afraid of police officers. When Colin Kaepernick says police officer, is he still there? I'm not afraid of police officers. Okay, so when Colin Kaepernick says that police officers are modern-day slave catchers, you think that's helpful to American discourse? No, No, I do not. So you actually agree with me that Colin Kaepernick shouldn't have tweeted that? What I call, if you replay my phone call, Replay my phone call. What I said when I got on the line with you is the caller that made the statement a few calls ago and said that all you have to do is tell your son to be nice and to comply and everything will go smoothly is not necessarily true. If your son, regardless of what race he is, across this country today does not have a weapon with him, okay, is unarmed, and is anywhere in this country today, he is not going to be harmed by police officers that is a statistical improbability. He is more likely to trip going down his stairs, leaving his house, and break his neck than he is and to be killed by a police illegal, officer. And carry, what if he's a legal concealed and carry uh, license holder? Well, what? statistically, people who have guns are more likely to be victims of violence. That's true. Now, you can make a decision to carry a gun if you would like. I'm from the South. I know all sorts of people who have tons mm-hmm. of guns of all races, right? I right. was raised mm-hmm. in a family where you go out and hunt sometimes. So I've been around right. weapons my whole life, too. So that is mm-hmm. a risk if you decide that you need a weapon to protect yourself. That is statistically. Now, you may not agree with it. There's lots of people out there listening right now who are card-carrying and AR- NRA members. But statistically, mm-hmm. if you have a you're weapon, you're more one. likely to be a victim mm-hmm. of somebody with a weapon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's a decision you can make. But I'm just saying if you don't have a weapon and you leave your house today, police officers are going to keep you safe. And statistically, again... The reason why I think Colin Kaepernick's tweet is a problem is because places where Black Lives Matter activists have been the most active are places where the murder rate has gone up the most. So I think exactly what Colin Kaepernick is doing is making things worse. Do you think the police officer, this is just, I just want your opinion. I don't care. I don't want to hear you regurgitate what happened with the jury of his peers, so-called peers. I just want your opinion. Do you think that the police officer that murdered, that, excuse me, I'm sorry, that shot Philando Castile seven times, do you think he deserves to be a free man? I would have to be sitting on the jury for two weeks. I don't make okay. I, so I, do I, think, I'm not I don't make decisions. Like this is this is me putting on my lawyer hat. I don't make decisions uh, 
for guilt or innocence based on one viral video. Just like I ripped that guy who got dragged off the airplane because I defended the cops there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't make decisions based on one two-minute video or whatever-minute video I see. They sat there for two weeks and watched all the evidence, racially diverse jury, and said beyond a reasonable doubt, 12-0, to zero, we believe this cop is not a killer. So how I'm going to defer the to the jury. Two-week trial. How long was the video? I don't know how I'm long sorry. the full video was, but oh, the trial oh, was I'm two sorry. weeks. However long the video was, the trial was infinitely longer than the video, and they watched the video. They watched that video. They watched the video from the cop who had a body camera on. They watched. They talked to all the different witnesses associated with that case, and they decided that the guy was not guilty. Now, you can agree or disagree with it, but they actually have a lot more evidence and information than you or I do or anybody else unless they're listening in Minnesota and were on that jury or set in that jury uh, set in that trial room for the entire week, they have a lot more evidence than we do. So I'm not going to say the jury's I, wrong because our entire judicial system is predicated on the judiciary. Now, if I watch a whole trial, like I watched much of the O.J. Simpson trial, I'm confident the O.J. Simpson we, verdict is wrong. Oh, I feel like okay, I've, but there was no video of him doing anything wrong. Yeah, but, but there's lots of guilty. evidence, and oh, I sat okay. and watched all that evidence. It's Oh, yeah, I definitely oh, – so you think I think O.J.'s guilty because he's black? Uh, man, it's just incredible. And you say, and you, and you sit up here and you say, "Wow, this, the country's so polarized right now." The country's so polarized. You there think I'm making no things worse? Of OJ Simpson doing anything? So but you yet, don't think OJ did it? Yeah, I think he did. It. Yeah. Okay, so you I have the same opinion as me? No, I don't. Because, like you said, when it comes to this cop who was on video and who admitted to shooting the guy seven times, and whose boss fired him for doing so. Now you say, oh, well, we have to leave that up to the jury. Uh, I'm just saying saying I didn't watch that for two weeks. (laughs) And you think you're not part of the problem. You think people think like you You are part of the problem. You You think I'm making the world a worse place? But not because of you. I'm sorry, say it again. You think I'm making the world a worse place? I'm saying, which, see, don't put words in my mouth. I'm saying you said that the, the country is so polarized right now because people are focused on the wrong things. And that's exactly what you're doing. You did the same exact thing. Once see, again, I disagree. I think all- people are so polarized because they believe fundamental untruths. I think there are lots of black people driving around in their cars right now and white mm-hmm. people and Hispanic people mm-hmm. and Asian people who believe mm-hmm. that the police are their enemy and the police mm-hmm. are out there trying to make them a victim that they're going to pull them over and shoot them. I'm saying statistically it doesn't happen. And so if you're in your car right now and you're not looking over your shoulder like, I hope I don't get hit by that train. Uh-oh, there's a wasp on my dashboard. I hope that wasp doesn't kill me. If you're not thinking that, then you shouldn't be thinking the police are going to kill you. And I bet every damn one of you driving around to work this morning is not thinking that bee's going to kill me today or that train is going to kill me today. Both are more statistically likely than that you are going to be killed by a police officer. Right, but let me go back to what you said. You in, you invoked O.J. Simpson's name as your, as these conversations are always usually prone to do. We're talking about a 23-year-old case, and you brought up his name once again, but then you say, why are we so polarized? Look, I'm 48. I don't know how you are, old you are, but when that case broke. I'm, okay, so you're 10 years younger. When that case broke, this country was so polarized, racially divided over that one case, and I'm talking about before the trial was ha- even started. Yep. Guilty, guilty, guilty on the white side. Innocent, innocent, innocent on the black side. And it's about time. And then they got know, an Asian. They got an well, Asian judge because they didn't even trust to have a black or white judge. Remember Judge Lancito? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember that trial. It was on every day. It was inundated. We were inundated. Yeah, I watched with it. it. But, yeah. but 
But keep in mind, now, let's not get off point. You said, you just said to me, he was guilty. Yep. He was guilty. Now, this is 23 years old. Why, why is that important at this point? But, and you, you had no video, no video evidence to support anything. No, I said he's guilty because I read, I've read multiple books. I watched the, the, the verdict. I mean, look, jur- what I'm saying is juries are not infallible. Sometimes juries make wrong decisions. Like, like but any- you personally, so you personally don't believe this cop did anything wrong? I don't believe – I, I am inclined to believe that a jury of 12 that was racially diverse in Minnesota that sat and watched for two weeks that entire case is more aware of the facts of that case than I am. All I've done, to be frank, is I watched that video – and then I've read a few articles about that case, but I wasn't in the courtroom for two weeks. I know every detail of the O.J. case. I read the People versus O.J. Simpson. I'm all over it. Like, the, the jury got that verdict wrong. we got to take a break. I've blown through a couple of different breaks. Great call. Was it Roger in Jacksonville? Roger? It is. Oh, I think we made the world a better place, Roger. <laughs> all right. Good luck, man. All right. I appreciate you calling. Uh, we got to go to break now, and then I've got to somehow go. What do I do now? I missed a trending because it was such a good call. What do I do? We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll hit a trending. We'll hit a couple other things. I'm Clay Travis. You're listening to Outkate the Coverage. Trying to make the world a better place. I think Roger and I, much like the black and white cookie, which combines the best of both black and white people, I think we just combine the best of black and white people in that call. Or maybe not. I'm Clay Travis. This is Outkate the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Curing America's racial travails every single day. It's what we do on Outkate the Coverage. And now... Probably take some more of your calls here momentarily. But first, it's time for Geico Play of the Day. Aaron Hills, not that tough of a U.S. Open course. In fact, it was destroyed by much of the field. But in the end, it was Brooks Kapka's moment. Just two feet of real estate. Stands in the putter, goes back, and the ball is into the cup. He's done it. There's a fist pump. Brooks Kepka is the winner of the 117th U.S. Open. He is... Our national champion. I call courtesy of Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio for talk about the U.S. Open guy there. There you go. Wow, what a putt that was. Kepka's first major victory. He was outstanding. Tied Roy McElroy. Lowest score to par. And minus 16 is the winner. What is your – that's your Geico play of the day. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means – you probably, what did I, I lost my reading here. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means, I get double, double duty here, it means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. And uh, we are rolling. Uh, let's go to Rob. Rob, what's up? What's going on, Rob? Where are you? What happened? I am here. Can you hear me? I got you, Rob. What's up, my man? Hello. Yeah. All right. Put Rob on hold. What's going on here, Jason Martin? Can he? Can, I can hear him fine. Is it is something with his phone, or what do you think's going on? It's got to be his end. I mean, nothing's changed on ours. I'll, Rob I'll try is to talk a, to him uh, again. Yeah, Rob is a pol- former police chief. Is he? A, is he a police chief right now? He's a current police chief and a black man and a former military veteran. All right. So, current black police chief, Rob. Have we got you? All right, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with Rob. Let's see if we can figure out Rob. Uh, keep Rob on, Jason Martin, if you can. Uh, we will keep Rob. We'll bring him back at the top of hour three here. I'd like to hear what he has to say. But so far, this conversation is not going very well. 
What about Ken in Pittsburgh? Is Ken there in Pittsburgh? Hey, what's up, Clay? You there? Yeah, you got me. Hey, what's up? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Always wanted to say that. Hey, listen, man. I've been watching Colin Kaepernick for the past couple years since he started these what I call – I mean, I'm sorry, I call them antics. But, I mean, let's be honest. This guy has had – ever since he started this, his popularity has skyrocketed. I mean, it's just gone through the roof. He had Al Sharpton on the sideline after he started taking a knee during the national anthem. And if there is any other way to to, uh, disgrace the American flag, I can't think of it. I mean, and as long as this guy keeps getting the negative attention he's receiving for this stuff, you know, he's going to keep going further and further out there. And it's just, it is, it's just making America a worse place. And it's furthering this stereotype. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Uh, Look, if you're just waking up and you're like, why is Colin Kaepernick the news? I can't believe this. I couldn't believe it when I saw it over the weekend. Colin Kaepernick tweeted out a link and he compared modern day police officers to slave catchers. He tweeted, you can't ignore your history, always remember who they are, and it's a picture of a modern-day police officer's badge alongside of a slave catcher, runaway slave patrol badge from back in the days when slavery was legal in this country. And what's amazing about that Colin Kaepernick tweet is I'm probably the only person you're going to hear talking about it in sports media anywhere. And secondly... 87,000 people liked or retweeted it. 87,000 people saw Colin Kaepernick tweet, you can't ignore your history and put a and compare modern-day police officers to slave catchers, and they retweeted it. I'm just blown away that that is even possible, that anybody would even think to do that in the world of sports is mind-blowing to me. And then that 87,000 people would endorse it. I think Colin Kaepernick over the weekend made the world and certainly the country a worse place. And I think he should be ashamed and insulted. And I don't think that any of the 32 NFL teams should hire him. Your reaction's next. 877-996-6369. Welcome back. Our three Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. As well, your car's needs come with a reward with the AutoZone Rewards Program. Spend $20 five times and earn a $20 reward. So sign up today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Uh, If you're just waking up across the country, uh, Paul George, the NBA's, what do you think? It's like the 31st to 35th best player. Where does Paul George rank? He's probably around 18, Clay, somewhere 18? in that neighborhood. Well, he yes. wasn't. Well, where was it? Where was he ranked on the All NBA team? He was ranked 20th, but that ranking comes from having two forwards, two guards, and a center on each one of the right. teams. So it's not an over. I would put him somewhere around 15 to 20, somewhere in that range at worst. All right, I've got him 31st. Um, he uh, is not going to change the outcome of any of the NBA seasons. Yet all of a sudden, he's a free agent. Everybody's excited about where he's going to go. If you have not listened to the show, you're just waking up and you're one of the million people who may listen to the podcast or even more ridiculously, one of the millions of people who listen to the show that has not downloaded the podcast, go download the podcast. Go to Outkick the Coverage. We also have an afternoon show, Outkick the Show. Basically, search Outkick, O-U-T-K-I-C-K, on the iTunes store and sign up because you will be missing out. Best morning show in the country. And uh, callers have made some plays today. We've had some great calls reacting to what I have called already 
the most irresponsible tweet ever sent by an athlete in the history of American sports. In the wake of a controversial jury verdict in Minnesota, Colin Kaepernick this weekend tweeted out, you can't ignore your history with a picture of a police officer's modern-day badge next to a badge with runaway slave patrol on it. So Colin Kaepernick is equating modern-day police with slave catchers in the days of the slavery. And he said, you can't ignore your history. Always remember who they are. And that is Colin Kaepernick reacting. Uh, Not surprisingly, I'm probably the only person in sports media who you're going to hear discussing this today. I saw this tweet this weekend. I couldn't believe it. I thought for sure this guarantees that Colin Kaepernick's career, at least for this season, is over as an NFL athlete. No one is going to sign him. I think this tweet was worse than anything certainly he did protesting the national anthem by taking a knee. This tweet went to an entirely different level. Again, made disrespect of police officers that much more common. Put them even further into the line of fire. Outrageously, ridiculously, indefensibly, 87,000 people either liked or retweeted this. We have been taking your calls, reacting to what, again, I am calling the most indefensible tweet in the history of athletics. So far as I'm concerned, I cannot remember any athlete ever sending out a tweet, anything like this. Now, I'm a First Amendment absolutist. Colin Kaepernick has the right to send this out. I said, and I reendorse it, I run a multi-million dollar business. I would not hire Colin Kaepernick or anyone else who would tweet something like this to represent my business. And I think that the NFL owners who run multi-billion dollar businesses are going to make the same decision. Colin Kaepernick, not a very good quarterback, a total distraction. And now, if you hire him, you're bringing him into a community where many in the law enforcement community are already going to be disliking Colin Kaepernick because he wore socks with pigs on them to representing police officers and also wore a Fidel Castro t-shirt. This is a guy who's not very intelligent, whose political uh, uh, philosophy is incoherent and lacking in cogency, and yet he has continued to be praised by many as a modern-day Muhammad Ali. ESPN has tried to lionize him. They're probably going to build a statue to him on Bristol's campus based on the amount of favorable attention they have given him. I have yet to see one person, think about this, I've yet to see one person at ESPN react to Colin Kaepernick's tweet where he compares police officers to modern-day slave catchers. Not one person. Why is that? Because Colin Kaepernick is their boy. They're defending him no matter what. I'm taking your calls, 877-996-6369. I am Clay Travis. I want to welcome in the new crew that we have in Albuquerque. Uh, I uh, hate to brag, and every time I say I hate to brag, that is obviously a, uh, a joke because I love to brag. Um, we have got uh, several new affiliates coming on, but I was told to welcome in the people in Albuquerque on Ninety-three seven and sixteen hundred AM. Welcome into Albuquerque and to the Outkick crew. And I was also told that this is incredibly rare and maybe has never happened in sports before. But we are now on four mainstream talk stations. That means this show is doing so well that talk stations, not just sports talk stations, but talk stations are also clamoring to carry this show. We're now on four top seventy talk stations uh, in Boston, Nashville. Riverside, San Bernardino, and now Albuquerque. Not I don't two, think any not other. Three. No, yeah, there you go. I don't think any other sports talk show in the country can boast that. So thank you guys for advocating for, arguing for, and helping to ensure that we are on in all 50 states every day. AM and FM over 250 stations, as well as Sirius XM Channel 83. All of that is prelude to your calls. Great calls. We had Roger down in Jacksonville. Had him on for a long time. 
uh, upset everybody in uh, in the department here because I blew right through trending because the calls were so good. We didn't even go to it. Let's go to Samuel in Florida. What's up? Sometimes I do that. I break the rules. I'm a rule breaker. That's the truth. Uh, Samuel in Florida. If a rule's dumb, sometimes I break it. Samuel in Florida. What's up? What's going on, Clay? Living yeah, the dream. I just want to start off. By, yeah, I just want to start off by saying this. That last caller, man. That guy is my hero. As a black man, I understood everything he was saying. Now, I may not articulate everything he's saying as good, but I'm going to say this. You mentioned the point that, okay. Do you think, before you get going, Samuel, do you think I'm making the world a better or worse place? It, horrible. Worse. Worse. Because here's worse the place. Ask your question. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's the thing. And no offense. He asked you a question. Okay. Uh, would you being a lawyer, would you have found him guilty or not? You know, you say you, know, you would have to go to the jury. Okay, I'll ask you this. Do you think it was right or wrong, the judgment? I, I, again, I, I am not in the business. This is me putting on my lawyer hat, all right? If a jury sits for two weeks and watches all the evidence, this was the same way that I responded. You watch Making a Murderer, Samuel, the Netflix documentary, Stephen Avery. It was crazy. Everybody was watching it. Everybody said, oh, Stephen Avery's innocent. I said, you know what? This documentary was slanted to make you believe that Stephen Avery was innocent. And so I have to sit in the – I trust the jury's decision-making more than I trust the decision-making of media. So when I'm saying right. – the reason why I'm comfortable giving an opinion on the O.J. verdict is because I read all the evidence in the O.J. case, right? I looked at it. The jury got that wrong, in my opinion. I don't know enough about this Minnesota shooting case that Colin Kaepernick is referencing and that callers are referencing because I didn't sit there for two weeks and watch the jury. I didn't watch it on television. I haven't read the trial transcript. Right, right, to make a judgment whether he's guilty or not. But in your opinion, you know, you're a sportscaster. Your opinion, do you think it was it right or wrong, you know, just your opinion? I, I, I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 in opinion, like when I give an opinion about a sporting event, I don't give an opinion about a sporting event unless I watched it live, right? I don't give an opinion about a trial unless I have seen all of the evidence. Now, this salacious video of eight minutes that we saw looked very bad for that, uh, that police officer. But we don't know what his actual camera body cam showed. And, again, there was a black guy and a black woman on that jury, and 12 of them agreed unanimously that he was not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Now, let me say this. It's always important when you say not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. That doesn't mean that somebody didn't do something wrong. It just means that our standard for what guilt requires is so high that even though somebody might have been wrong in in, in their behavior, like, for instance, I'm sure the city of Minnesota – is going to have to pay a substantial civil settlement and also that this this cop is going to get sued and be bankrupted and everything else like his his behavior from a civil perspective is probably going to be liability you know they're going to give him liability because he was wrong clay because he was 50% 51% wrong but that's a different standard beyond a reasonable doubt in order to be considered wrong you got to be like 98% guilty or whatever the percentage is and the jury didn't believe it all right, so speaking on Colin, okay, you you saying what Colin tweeted was the worst thing ever. Okay, the Most fact indefensible that guy, tweet I've ever seen an athlete okay, send. Now, somebody else right, might have right, a better but, example, but I can't think of one that is more harmful to American you know, relations between police and minorities than what Colin Kaepernick tweeted. Right, okay, so, but the fact that these guys got off isn't, isn't worse than that. I mean, the fact that you're speaking on Colin – making a tweet that these guys just got off of murder this guy had his hands up 
I mean, I mean, it's indefensible how these guys got off it. But you, you're making the but story. But again, today the cops about- didn't have anything to do with them getting off. The cops are not to blame. If you if you are upset about that verdict, and look, Colin Kaepernick has every right to be upset with that verdict. He has every right to of any opinion he that he wants. But the police are not involved in that verdict. In fact, the state of Minnesota did everything they could to prosecute this guy for the murder. They charged the police officer with a crime. They had a two-week trial where they tried to get him convicted. They were trying to put him in jail, and the jury of 12 people disagreed. So the state of Minnesota, as well as the police officers, are not to blame here. If you're upset with somebody, it should be the jury. No, it's not that I'm upset. I'm just stating the fact that the fact that Colin Kaepernick isn't mentioning it, it has you all in uproar. He shouldn't be assigned to a football team. You know, he's the baddest man in the world because he's standing up because he feels like a guy just got killed and and nothing's been done about it. But he blamed police officers and said they're modern-day slave catchers. Exactly. You don't see the difference, but the police officer had nothing to do with not – the jury decided the police officer was not guilty. As a black man, if you look at the history, when I was growing, I mean, if you look at the history, we were taught that we were we were killed, we were caught and killed by the same guys that supposed to be protecting us. Today, with the same exact bad, he posted a picture with the same exact bad. He's not lying. He's not alternative. That's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent not true. Police officers did not begin in this country as slave patrol catchers. Go look at the history of police. Police came to this country as a result of existing in Europe. Like, that's just not true. So he's fundamentally spreading false truth. He's encouraging people not to respect police authority. He's encouraging minority kids, probably who were a lot of the people retweeting 87,000 times, the idea that you don't have to respect the police, which leads to more danger for police, which makes everybody less safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't agree with that. I mean, thanks for taking my call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear, I'm gonna hear the rest. But I, I just feel like the point I really want to make is you're like blind to the fact that it's even happening. Like you don't even care that someone got no, killed. Like look, you don't even mention it. Like you, you, you don't you, even like that's this is not. I'm not mind. blind to the fact that it's not that it's happening. It's not happening very often. There are tons of black dudes driving around all over this country right now who believe that police are trying to kill them. That's how the shootings in Dallas. Happen. I live with it every day. As a you, black man, seriously, so you, I live with it every so single why do, day. So why do white people get shot and killed by police more than black people? Uh, you know, you know that that's not really discussing. It, it, but simple. I mean, if, if you I, live with it every day, man, then I would live with it every feel, day too, right? Feel, because feel I'm white, more white people day. get killed by police every year than black people. No, I don't. I don't know the statistics or anything. Well, I'm, that's I'm true. That's a hundred percent true. White people are more likely to be shot and killed by police than black people. So you say you live with it every single day. As a white guy, that means that I live with it every single day, too, right? Well, to the extent you don't have anyone authority in you that's a black man, you rarely see a black cop come to you, hey, Clay, put your hands up. You know what I'm saying? I, me, a black man, I see a white cop every second of my life. You know, and I got to feel, okay, well, make sure I walk straight. Don't, don't, don't raise my hands too fast because, you know, I might get shot like that guy, and, you know, nothing's going to happen. Come on, Clay. You're there not, are tons of videos out there right of there. white guys getting shot as well, and it doesn't get attention. The fact when of the matter is this. When have you ever seen a black cop shoot a white guy and nothing happens? It happens all the time. It just, happened, it just happened in Charlotte. Google, use Google did for he, once, my friend. Did he get, a, did he get, did he get no. convicted? No, he didn't get charged. Black cop in Charlotte shot, I believe it was outside of Charlotte. Somebody can Google it. You guys can Google it as you listen to me. A black cop in Charlotte shot a deaf white guy because he felt threatened by him. Deaf white guy couldn't hear anything. Crickets. No national coverage. 
I think it was out in California, naked white guy. I think he was naked. He got shot like 35 times. Crickets. White guys, statistically, are more likely to get shot as a percentage of violent crime arrests than black guys are. That's true. Yeah, well, well, we don't have the fact that you don't believe it is is evidence. Thanks for the the call, Samuel. The fact that you don't believe it is evidence that you want a worldview where you're a victim to predominate. Like my guy Cooley here, listening to Clay Travis radio show, outkick the coverage on Sirius Satellite Radio. Someone needs to kick him in the ass. Straight racist. What have I said that's racist? What the most overword, overused word in America today is? Racist. Everything's racist. What have I said that's racist? I've given you facts that don't comport with your feelings. That has made you upset. And then your response is, it's racist. I tell you, you're more likely, if you were unarmed today going to work, to be killed by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet, regardless of what race you are. How is that racist? I tell you, you are five times as likely, if you were driving to work today unarmed, to get hit by a train than you are to get shot by shot and killed by a police officer. How is that racist? These are facts that matter. I tell you, if you're unarmed right now and you're out and about going to put golf today or you were golfing yesterday for Father's Day, you were just about as likely to be struck by lightning and killed as you are shot and killed by police officers. Those are real facts that matter. All right? Does Colin Kaepernick tweet those? No. Does Colin Kaepernick tweet, man, I really disagree with this jury verdict, but it's important to remember that the vast majority of police in this country are making black lives matter even more. Statistically true. Does he tweet that? No. He tweets that police are modern-day slave catchers. And 87,000 people like or retweet it. Makes the world a worse place. Some of you think I'm making the world a worse place. Am I? Your calls next, 877-996-6369. You're listening to Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio studios, great news. Quick way you could save money, switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Hope your Monday is going well, trying to make the world a better place. Some people think I am. Some people think I'm not. Fan favorites on Twitter, getting a lot of love. Shut your pale face up. Hmm. That's kind of uh, unexpected. Didn't anticipate that. I'm not even that pale right now, to be honest. Got a nice little tan going. Went down to the beach for two weeks. I mean, I don't mind if you insult me, but at least be like, shut your tan face up. Trying to get a tan. It's middle of the summer. That's what I do got to do to get some respect. Pale face. You're talking about like old school, uh, old school cowboys and Indians. Wasn't they used to call, uh, Tonto used to call the Lone Ranger a pale face? I mean, come on, step up your racial insult game. Please, do better than that. At least toss a honky out or something. Just Q, smooth Q82. That's who it was. Shut your pale face up about Cap. Jason Martin, I've got a tan. Come on, give me some respect here, right? Yeah, you got a tan. We saw the photo. We saw Good the tan. we saw the we saw the polo and the jeans and the shoes. Uh, stop! This sh- that was a great outfit. Game six outfit. It's fantastic. What call should we go to? What do you think makes sense? Uh, there's a couple of good like? ones. Let's go. Let's head to Boston and talk to Joshua first. Joshua in Boston. Joshua, what's up? Good morning. Listen, man. 
I like the way you talk about statistics because you're right. A lot of people try to change their worldview. However, you're leaving out an important detail, and that's that 78 percent of people who live in this country are white. I don't think it's 70. I don't think it's 78 percent. I said again. Hold on. And I that's said, why there's more white people getting shot. And you have to it's do not, I don't, Again, I don't think it's 78%. I think you're off there. It's 12% okay, well, black, and it's I'm per capita. I'm driving in my car. I don't have an encyclopedia Per, per in my capita. Lap. That's why I said look, per capita. As a percentage, per cap- hold on, hold on. As a percentage of violent crime, black people commit violent crimes at an insanely high rate relative to their population, okay? I'm not talking about nonviolent crimes. I'm not talking about weed or, like, small-time drug offenses, or, like, parking violations, or, like, speeding tickets. I'm talking about violent crime. Over half of all murders in this country, according to the most recent FBI data, are committed by black people, almost all by black men. Women, by the way, if you're a woman driving around right now and listening, you got nothing to be afraid of, by and large. Women are such a small minority of victims of violent crime in this country when it comes to murder, for instance, that women's like they just don't kill each other, right? Men, particularly men in their 20s and 30s and upper teens, are idiots, right? I always like to say, I got three boys. Everybody who has ever been a 16 or 17-year-old boy leading into manhood knows exactly what I'm talking about. And the way I always like to explain it is, how many women have as their final words, watch this? Men make frequently really bad decisions, okay? But... Statistically, black people commit over half of the murders in this country. And the vast majority of black murder victims are black. 93% of all murders of black people are done by other black people. Another crazy stat. Every year, more black people are murdered by black people than were lynched in the history of this country. All right? So statistically... If you are black and you are afraid of cops, you shouldn't be afraid of cops. You should be afraid of other black people. Now, white people also kill white people at a high rate. I think it's like 83% of all white people are murdered by white people. And I'm sure, I don't have the data in front of me or I haven't memorized it, I don't know what the rate is for Hispanic or Asian, but by and large, statistically, you are likely to be killed by people that you know. I know everybody out there likes to be terrified of crazy crime victims that they don't know. But they are much more likely, and you are much more likely, to be killed by somebody you know. That's why the whole Lifetime television network, it's basically women getting killed by their husbands, right? Like, women are always terrified their husbands are going to kill them. It's a whole Lifetime network. They make a billion dollars a year convincing women that their husbands are going to kill them. Crazy husband. It's a crazy husband network. Data. White people are 72% of the population right now. Is that right, Jason? Yes, that is what I put up there on the screen for you is exactly right. 72.4% are listed as white Americans. If you but that counts white, a lot of Hispanic Latinos, people too, right? Uh, yeah, non-Hispanic white is 63.7%. All right, 63.7%. If you want to go see, like, and by the way, if you're out there right now and you're like, oh, this data doesn't make me think what I should, what I should feel. Like you're upset by my, by my facts. They conflict with your feelings. There is a database of police shootings for the last three years. You can go look it up. 2015, 2016, and 2017, the Washington Post has tracked every police shooting. You can search it based on race. You can search it based on gender. So the data that I am giving you is direct from their database of all police shootings. White people are getting shot 
at a higher rate and killed than black people are. And that's even if you consider the violent crime rate. You got to keep in mind, the vast majority of people do not have any interaction of a violent nature with police. You know, I, I always like this analogy, this metaphor, this, this, this moment. Do you remember when last summer, I think it was, they were having the march in Dallas and the Black Lives Matter supporter started killing police? Do you remember what the first reaction from that majority black audience was when gunshots started to ring out? They ran to police for safety. This is a march against police violence. The moment that a single gunshot ran out, just about every single person in that march rushed towards police to protect them. So you are there marching against the police and their violence, and the minute an activist, Black Lives Matter activist, opens fire on the police at that event, first thing people do is run to the police to protect them because that's what police do. Most people run from shooting and the sounds of danger. Police every single day run towards it as their job. And Colin Kaepernick compared them to modern-day slave catchers. Unbelievable. 877-996-6369. Let's go to trending now. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. Only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And with TrueCar, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for and on average save over three grand off MSRP. Whether you're looking for a new or used car, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. We got loaded lines, uh, 877-996-6369. We're reacting to Colin Kaepernick comparing police to modern-day slave catchers. Yes, that's real life. Yes, Colin Kaepernick did it. Yes, he is not going to ever play in the NFL again, in my opinion. And, by the way, I'll probably be the only guy discussing this tweet or girl anywhere in the sports media today. Jason Todd, at Todd Bomb, you are a more doocy version of Cowherd and Bill O'Reilly. And he managed to, I think he was trying to say douchey, managed to misspell. At least he got Cowherd's name right. So, Colin, there's a little bit of uh, praise for you this morning as you drive in. Todd the Bomb got your name right. Misspelled O'Reilly, also misspelled douchey. Tough break. Let's go to Stephen in California. Hey, how are you doing? Excellent. So, I completely agree with you on this uh, Kaepernick. And I'm, I'm actually kind of glad he did it because I was afraid that an NFL team was actually going to pick him up, but I don't think that's going to happen now. Which, so I'm kind of happy for that, because I did not want to see him in the NFL ever again. Um, but to try to get to the point where I'm trying to get at is, I'm not sure if you saw the news this this, uh, this weekend, but there was an F-18 that shot down a, a jet, and World War III is coming. It's, it's, it's inevitable. What's, who do you think is going to fight in World War Three? What sides? Honestly, you never know. I mean, it's just you don't know what's going to happen to that when that when that time does come, and when America needs to stand up, all these people that are anti-America and want to jump on the back of Colin Kaepernick, 
You said eighty. You said eighty-seven thousand people retweeted it, or something like that. Eighty-seven thousand people retweeted and/or liked Colin Kaepernick that's saying that police officers are modern-day slave catchers. That's ridiculous. I mean, all these people. I mean, most of these people that do that don't have a job. They're all sitting on their couches. They don't. You know, they don't work for a living. They. They're. I. It just kills me to see that. Like so many people with so much hate in their in their eyes. You know, in their heart. Yeah, you know, and th- thanks for the call. What it also, to me, represents is people have no clue about the history in the country, right? Like, I'm going uh, with my family to Europe here in a couple of weeks. I'm going to vanish for two weeks. We'll have fill-in hosts. Uh, the world will be a better place, according to some of you, because I'll be off the air for two weeks. I'm going to London, and I'm going to Paris. And as part of our trip to Paris, we're going to go down to uh, to Normandy, and I've never been there before. I'm a military history buff, like a Civil War, World War II, history in general. I mean, I was a history major, American history in particular. But I have never been to the battlefields in, in France. And so we are going to go to the beaches in Normandy. We're going to spend all day touring, walking around uh, th- those battlefields. And I think, you know, I always think we just had the D-Day anniversary on June 6th, uh, about 11 days ago. The degree to which the country fought pure evil then is, is, it is fascinating to me how the modern-day millennial generation, more so than any other, has no clue what actual injustice looks like, right? They have been born into a world where they have never been safer, where the world has never been fair, where actual evil is non-existent in their lives outside of Netflix or Amazon Prime or some sort of horror film. No matter what race you are, no matter what religion you are, no matter what ethnicity you are, no matter what gender you are, I still like to think of most of us as being male or female, but other fits as well here. You've never been safer. There has never been less danger in your lives, in the history of this country, and few times in the history of the world have you ever been safer. And yet people are convinced that they are in mortal peril. The reason why I keep hitting on these data points is because I think they matter. I think it matters that if you're unarmed in this country, regardless of your race, you are more likely to be killed by a bee, a wasp, or a hornet than you are a police officer. If you are unarmed in this country as you're leaving your office uh, or leaving your house today to head to your office, you're five times as likely to get hit by a train. Yet people like Colin Kaepernick are out here saying that police officers are modern-day slave catchers. And it's activities and attitudes like that one that are leading to thousands more people dead in inner cities. You don't have to believe me. Listen to James Comey, the FBI director that Donald Trump just fired. So the reason why the murder rate is skyrocketing in places like Baltimore and Chicago and many other cities across the country where Black Lives Matter activists have been the most active is because police have stopped going the extra mile to protect inner city black residents because of the way they're being treated because they don't feel safe in those communities. In an incredible irony, Black Lives Matter activists have actually called caused thousands of more black people to be dead than would have been dead 
if they had never become active. That's because police, despite the tweets of people like Colin Kaepernick comparing them to modern-day slave catchers, are protecting black lives more than anybody. Nobody thinks black lives matter more than the police who protect more of them than anyone. Certainly than all of these activists, in quotation marks, out protesting. Colin Kaepernick is sending the exact wrong message at the exact wrong time. Inappropriate tweet. It's an offensive tweet. And it is, even worse of all that, totally factually inaccurate. I'm going to close out the show with your calls. You guys have been fantastic in participation today. I'm Clay Travis. You're listening to Outkick the Coverage. I'm going to try to make the world a better place when I come back. At least, if you're going to criticize me for being a pale skin, point out the fact that I'm tan this summer. I've spent a lot of time at the beach in the pool. If you're going to call me a pale-faced loser, at least point out that right now I'm a tan-faced loser. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Final segment of Monday. If you're just waking up, Colin Kaepernick says cops are modern-day slave catchers. Yikes. We've been reacting to it. Lots of great calls. Let's try to get as many more as we can in to finish off the show. Tomorrow, Casey Smith, Alex Marvez, NBA Draft Preview. Paul George, 31st best player in the NBA. How's he going to change the sports landscape forever if he doesn't re-up with the Indiana Pacers? Let's go to Carl in Baltimore. What's up, Carl? Clay, this is Carl. Uh, Great show. Love it. Best show on radio. Um, I wanted to make a connection between um, some of the news last week and what you're talking about today, I'm a University of Louisville fan, so we got some you poor bad bastard. News last week. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was there in 2013 at the event that never took place, apparently. Yeah, um, uh, you guys are always going to be national champions in my book. And by the way, maybe you'll make it up at the College World Series. Louisville looks good there. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, I think that, that there's two problems with that situation that apply to this as well. One is uh, people respect respond with emotion, not logic. And they also think there's no middle ground. And so with the Louisville sanctions, it's like, well, this is so salacious. we got to throw the book at them. It can't be, well, this was bad, but it's not the end of the world. And that's the same thing going on here. You see a video online, and you do react, react emotionally. I mean, you, you see any cop shooting anyone. That's, you know, you, you should react to that. If you don't react, something's wrong. But then not be able to think about it, and then not also not to be able to have a middle ground. It's either cops are the best people in the world who never fall, or they're the worst people who can never do right. I mean, they're humans, so they mess up, but they're trying their best. So I just think those are the two problems with both of these situations. Amen. Yeah, we live in a society where rational thought is not conducive to social media retweets and favorites, and also in a world, which is scary, and also in a world where people would rather not consider nuance and instead would rather immediately take whatever happens and put it into evidence that their worldview is correct. And I think both of those are incredibly scary. Mark in Virginia. What's up, Mark? Hey, Clay. Uh, just to double up on what we just said, like Kaepernick, for instance, retweeting that is the same exact thing. Now 87,000 on top of the people additionally that are going to see that are only going to see that. And instead of educating themselves on the situation, they're going to go off Colin Kaepernick and not be educated on the situation. It's the same reason you didn't comment on the video, because you don't have enough evidence. And I just think if more people educated themselves, you know, on this instance, they wouldn't just be forced into an opinion based on Twitter or one social outlet. 
Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, I always look, and, and maybe this is just me being a rarity, but when I see the picture of the doctor, the video of the doctor getting dragged off the airplane on United, for instance, my first thought is not the cops there are awful human beings. My first thought is how do we get to the point where they had to drag this guy off the airplane? And then you look at all the evidence surrounding it, and you find out that the guy said, look, you have to, like, we don't need to get into the legalities of the decision, but it's never as simple as the two-minute video that you saw that makes it look like one person is good and the other person is evil. That's what goes viral today. The idea of a Disneyfication of the universe. It reminds me all the time of my kids. Uh, I've got three boys, nine, six, and two, and every animal is either good or bad, right, in a Disney movie, and such that kids will come up to you and they'll be like, is this animal good or bad? You know, a snake's a bad animal. Raccoon's a good animal. You know, like, it's really kind of fascinating to think about. An eel is a bad animal. From you know, depending on what mo- what animals Disney decides are good and bad, it's primal to respond to good versus evil. But most of what happens in our society today is not good versus evil. In fact, most millennials would have no idea how to respond to true evil. If the modern day millennial generation had to fight World War II, they'd be complaining about Wi-Fi not existing on their transport boats to Omaha Beach. They'd be taking selfies as they tried to storm German pillboxes, all up into the point where bombs actually started raining down on their spoiled, rotten asses, and the seas turned red with blood, right? It's all fun and games to them. They don't even have a concept of what evil is because evil doesn't exist in America today. Evil exists in other countries in the world. We're pretty good. And you know what all these people who are complaining constantly about America are doing to make the world a better place? Nothing. They're doing what Colin Kaepernick's did. They're retweeting 87,000 times that police are modern-day slave catchers, which actually makes police less safe and makes our country less safe and makes us a worse place. Totally ridiculous. 87,000 likes and retweets. Antoine in Ohio. What's up, Antoine? Yeah, Clay, I I totally disagree with the sentiments of your comments. I understand what you're saying, but you're not looking at the human element. You just said you got three kids, nine, six, and and five or what have you. Nine, six, and two, yeah. Nine, six, and two. Say, for example, your nine-year-old did not come home tonight, right? Now, from an emotional standpoint, from a father's standpoint, you're a father. This is your son. He did not come home. You don't give a damn about being rational at that point. You're not being rational. See, from a from a white person standpoint, y'all just see some black person who's hurt. And, 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 Antoine, and, and, and white people get shot by police. By Antoine, white mom. There are more white moms whose kids get shot by police than black moms. But that's and, not what your show is about. You're not talking about some white mom whose son got killed. You're talking about. And by the way, you're talking about eighty-seven thousand people. Out of the million of black people that's in America, you're making a blanket statement about 87,000 retweets. It could have been a person who retweeted it five times themselves. That's it true, certainly. It less than 87,000 people. It, so why uh, are we talking about a, na- a race of people based off of 87,000 people's retweets? I'm not talking in about, did you not hear me say, like a lot of people who support Colin Kaepernick are white. In fact, the vast majority of sports media carrying water for Colin Kaepernick are white guys. I'm the only person out here who's even going to tell you this tweet exists. 
go get on Twitter. Yeah, the vast do we majority. Need to know it exists. What what is the point of it existing? What is the purpose of this of 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 of, of telling us that it exists? Who cares? If he you if, don't think if, it's if, a big deal that been? you don't think it's a big deal that the biggest free agent in the NFL just compared modern day police to slave catchers. If he was the biggest free agent in the NFL, he would have been signed by now. He's not the biggest agent, free agent in no, the NFL. No, he is the biggest free agent in the story. NFL. He's just the biggest story. I think he's, he's the, the biggest, biggest free agent in the NFL now, too. Who else is out there that has played, taking his team to a Super Bowl? Well, we know, you. we both know if he continues to do things like this, he's not going to have a job. But my point is, I, it, it makes it makes black folks as a whole look bad when these when these images are... Are, are just shown over and over and over again as if that's us. Okay, so there's a, there's a riot. There's the, half of the people there are really just law-abiding citizens who protest. And I'm not a protester. I'm not a picketer. And to each his own. But then the other half of people are just there just to cause trouble, just to cause a scene, just to just to do something, maybe loot, whatever. And that be the that becomes the image of Black American. That's who we are. No, it's not. That is not us. That is not us. That's some ignorant people who happen to be black. Okay, so you called media, in to push and back. the media blows it up. You called in to push back against it. I mean, I think the media does a poor job of covering cases like these. I think the reason why the vast majority of people out there aren't aware that they're in more danger, five times as likely to get killed by a train today as they are by a police officer, that you're more likely to get killed by a bee, wasp, or hornet if you're an unarmed person of any color in America today, is because the media does a bad job. I'm trying to push back against that. I'm trying to push back against idiocy and ignorance like I see in Colin Kaepernick's tweet where he has been comparing police officers in the modern day to slave catchers. I think it's offensive. I think it's indisputably wrong, and I think he deserves to be called on it for being an idiot. I'm Clay Travis. It's been Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. 
Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.